podcast, you will learn the 10 things that you need to stop doing in order to be more productive. I am Lisa Lam, and my goal is to help you discover new ways to develop your skills by challenging perceptions and sharing experiences so that you can learn to enhance your everyday. To find out more, check out lisalamcoach.com. 10 Things to Stop Doing to Be More Productive To be more productive is all about how do you make the most of the finite resource that you have, and that is time. In order for you to be more productive, you must be brutal with what you are going to do as well as what you're not going to do. To be more productive does not mean, one, you sacrifice sleep, which gives you technically more working hours, or two, you neglect all aspects of your life, such as relationship, as well as taking care of yourself, as an example. And three, you have to do everything that you think you need to do or what other people expect of you. In order for you to live a balanced and productive life, you will need to stop doing these 10 things. Number one, stop trying to be a people pleaser. Yep, that's right. Trying to please others is one of the biggest reasons why people take on more than they should, as well as putting on undue pressure on themselves. The reality is we are never going to be able to please everyone all the time. Number two, stop the help trap cycle. It is hard to say no to a friend, especially when he or she is asking you to help. However, you will need to weigh up what sort of help he is asking for. Of course, if it is an emergency or a real need for help, then by all means, help. However, there is a help trap cycle that we must be aware of. And that is where, because of his or her procrastination, or because he or she did not take actions earlier, that has resulted and caused the current situation. The trap here is not the one-time help, but one where it creates a cycle of help trap. You are basically enabling that person to continue in a destructive behavioral cycle. Therefore, you're not helping that person by always helping him or her out. So stop the help trap cycle if you can. Number three, stop I am the only person that can do this mentality or mindset. This mindset creates a controlling behavior which essentially prevents you from delegating and asking for help. Taking on everything because you think that you're the only person that can do a good job is not just a lie, but it's also a trap that gets you into this cycle of having to do everything. It places an undue amount of stress and pressure on yourself. Number four, stop FOMO. That's right, the fear of missing out is very real. And in fact, fear is one of the main drivers for most of our thoughts and behaviors. The reason why we feel we need to be busy, as an example, is because if everyone around us is busy, then there must be something wrong with me if I am not as busy as everyone else. That must mean that I'm missing out on something. Because I am not in it, or because I'm not busy like they are, or because I am not taking on as many things as they are. Taking on more or pretending to be busy is not being productive. So productivity should not be measured based on how many things you can get off your checklist, but it should be based on what you're doing, does it align to your purpose and your goals? And is it giving you the impact that you're looking for? Number five, stop doing what is not working, change it up. 
To be stagnant is one of the worst positions to be in. I'm reminded of what a manager once told me. Standing still is the most tiring position to be in. So just imagine if someone told you to just stand still for two minutes. Can you do it? I bet that you probably could, but it would be very painful. If your current routine or habit is not giving you what you want, and you're feeling like you're stagnant, then change it up. Learn from others. Get new ideas and try out different methods and techniques. Change it up, especially if you're using a certain technique that is no longer working for you. Don't feel that you need to stick to one method forever. For example, I change up my routine all the time. I try different techniques. At one point, I was trying out bullet journaling as an example, and I found it very useful, especially from a checklist perspective and being able to visualize my short as well as long-term goals. But over time, I customized it to fit my requirements. And then when I figured it wasn't really working the way I wanted to, I then decided to try a different method. I then tried out the Pomodoro technique. And basically, the Pomodoro technique states that you break up your work to different intervals and take a break. And I'll go into more details of the Pomodoro technique in future episodes. So I am definitely for one that would encourage you to try different methods and techniques and in fact, mix them up. That would include productivity tools as an example. There was a time where I've heard about this tool called Notion. And so, of course, I had to check it out and I had to use it. So in fact, I did try it for probably almost six months. And what I discovered is a great tool, but I also found myself going back into using the tools that I was familiar with and tools that, for me, made me productive. So from a scheduling perspective, I use Microsoft Outlook. And for doing uh, my scripts, as well as any other documents, whether it's from a coaching perspective or not, I still went back to Microsoft Word to do all that. And in fact, I'm also using pen and paper, especially to list down key activities so that I can put it right in front of me and I can tick them off as I go along. So I have tried using different methods just to spice things up and just to get me going again. Because I think for all of us, we need to try different things and then we figure what works for us and what does not. So do not be afraid to change things up. Number six, stop not taking a break. Take breaks frequently as this will help keep your energy level up, as well as giving you some time to recharge. Energy management is actually more important than time management. The ability for you to produce your best work is entirely dependent on your energy level and not the amount of time that you've put into it. If your energy level is at its peak, so will your productivity and the subsequent output. Now, one of the best productivity techniques that incorporates this is the Pomodoro technique. Number seven, stop focusing on the urgent but not important tasks. There are many reasons why some tasks are urgent but not important. Most of the time, it is because it is either a result of my prior procrastination or someone else's urgent that has now become my urgent because I was not able to say no to. The former is avoidable but the latter might not be depending on who it is that is passing it on to you. So let's focus on what we're able to control. And therefore, let's ensure that we do what we need to do at the very beginning and not let it procrastinate until it gets to the urgent but not important bucket. Number eight, stop trying to be perfect. There is no such thing as perfect. And in fact, perfectionism is a myth 
and it's a deadly trap that most of us fall into. Think about it. How can an imperfect person produce perfect work? We should certainly strive to do our best, but our best will never be perfect. Our best is the best that we can do, and therefore be satisfied with giving it your best, and learning from that experience to do better the next time. Number 9. Stop being busy. Busyness is not productive. Stay away from the busy trap. Busy just leads to distractions and the lack of focus and alignment to your goals and purpose. Having a lot of things or tasks to do is not something to be proud of. In fact, it just shows a lack of focus and clarity of your own purpose. Number 10. Stop denying yourself of fun and self-care. Yes, that's right. In order for us to be more productive, we have to have fun. We need to enjoy what we're doing. And in that process of working, we must also take time out to take care of ourselves. You can't be productive if you're not enjoying what you're doing. And you certainly can't be productive and produce your best work if you are not taking care of yourself. If you're not feeling well, I'm sure you know that you're not going to be creating your best work. Making the right decisions and experiencing the inspiration of producing impactful work is what it's all about. I hope that you have found this list of 10 things to stop doing helpful. Think about which trap you have fallen into or a cycle that you might want to break in order for you to experience a different level of productivity. Stop and think about what you're doing today that you don't need to do. Think about what do you need to stop, especially the unnecessary. Think about the list. Stop trying to be a people pleaser. Stop the help trap cycle. Stop the I am the only person that can do this mentality. Stop FOMO. Stop doing what is not working. Change it up. Stop never taking a break. Stop focusing on the urgent but not important tasks. Stop trying to be perfect. Stop being busy. Stop denying yourself of fun and self-care. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I hope that you have learned at least one thing that you're able to apply into your everyday. As always, please subscribe, follow and share this podcast with your friends. Take care and step into the everyday with purpose.